from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It's Monday, August 10th. Here we are, 10 days into August. No Deacon Dave O'Brien this morning for the second uh, straight week on vacation. So we'll take a look at Sunday's gospel, yesterday's gospel to launch us into this week. Uh, at 7 uh, 25 today, we're going to have um, uh, Megan Sowa, TV 13 meteorologist, is going to give us the extended forecast this morning for the week. Donna Bishop at 745 today, superintendent of Catholic schools, is back on the show. We're going to talk about the reopening plan for the fall for Catholic schools, how the plan was created, uh, how distant learning is going to be a little different in the fall than it was in the spring as well. So Donna Bishop coming up at 745 today. Also on the show, I uh, put up a post the other day on my uh, Facebook page about different uh, uh, prayers and devotions that people are leaning on right now and received over 130 comments on this and and was really interested going through all of these and thought these would be really good to share on the show. So I'm going to share some different uh, uh, devotions and uh, prayers that people are praying right now, especially during this time. It was really good for me and and learned a little bit as well. So I thought it was pretty cool. We'll have that for you coming up here at about uh, uh, 7.15. Also, some ways to honor a loved one. Uh, the way really ways to honor them. Maybe someone in the past, um, maybe someone years ago, a decade or two ago has died and you feel like I haven't really honored them as much as I would like. Uh, I'm going to give you some ways to be able to do just that this morning here on this Monday. Mark Amadeo with your news, weather and sports. And again, that weather straight from the desk of TV 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. You there, Mark? You know, I haven't been able to get a hold of it. Okay. Well, I guess no mark this morning. It's going to make an interesting morning, huh? Make should, up some scores, Jimmy. Should, should we go? <laughs> uh, Cubs over the weekend uh, didn't play. And they um, did call, call him. Call him? Okay, he says call him. I think he's having some trouble with the Comrex here. Live radio, folks. That's the way it's working this morning, huh? All right, we're giving him a call right now. I'll tell you what, I'll switch out. I'll do the gospel today. Uh, and as we know, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, Jesus was in the boat. Uh, or excuse me, uh, Peter was in the boat with the other disciples at sea. And uh, there were some rough winds. And it was taking the boat. All of a sudden, they see Jesus walking on the water towards them. Peter gets out of the boat and Jesus' command. Peter walks on the water towards Jesus and Peter falls. 
uh, in the water eventually. Jesus picks him up and he goes back into the boat. Uh, you know the story, you know it probably better than most. And there was a great homily yesterday by Father Fleming at St. Pius. And I, I was really, this was probably one of the better homilies I've heard for the year so far. And in the homily, it was simple. It was something that we talked about on Friday, and it was trust, keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. And this week, a simple message, because I don't have much time here, but a simple message is, amidst all the anxieties that I heard yesterday, amidst all the anxieties and the fears and the troubles and the struggles and the difficulties, is to keep our eyes focused on Christ. It is Christ, even when we fall, that brings us up. It is Christ, when we invite him into our boat, that saves our life. And not the life that the world gives, but the life, of course, that our God gives. All right, now we got Mark Amadeo. Let's do it. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. Hey, Mark. Good morning, John. How are you doing on this Monday? Doing fine this morning. You? I'm doing great. Good. A little problem with the, I think, the uh, remote equipment, but we'll get that all fixed. That's all right. No we problem. do. So. You have a good weekend? I did. Good. Our, our, uh class reunion on Friday night. Uh, yeah, how was that? Bad turn. Uh, we still made it. Even though my uh, my brother was uh, wondering about that, being so old and that, so yeah, we we made it just fine. And we got through that. So well, glad the weekend. Can't complain. Can't there you complain. go. Sounds good to me. How about yourself? What'd you uh, end up uh, doing this weekend? Well, Anything exciting. It was a weekend. I don't know if I want to say a good weekend, but uh, moving the sister, so the back's a little sore this morning. Oh, yeah. that's right. Oh yeah, that was the big weekend. Yeah. You know, it, it, it was uh, one John and the rest of the family in a truck, right? It was, like, uh, it was a few of us. Yeah, yeah. We might we might have a little bit of help tonight, but uh, it was it was a full full days getting them out oh, of there. Some moving thing, as a some moving th- a family member, yeah. nothing gets better than that. Some things didn't go in our favor, uh, and so that always makes it difficult with timing wise, and nothing they sure. can help, of course. So you know that makes things sometimes a little bit more tricky. But uh, we eventually got it all working late last night, and uh, we'll get it this morning. Good for you. Now, does uh, um, did you you know normally when you move family members, you run across a box saying, "Hey." I didn't know you had this. Mom and Dad gave this to me, and how do you have it? Any <laughs> now, of those type of situations? Well, now that you say that, they had those boxes uh, packed up pretty tight, so I, I wasn't able to see. But uh, you know, maybe maybe I can get on the unpacking team instead of the uh, moving team and, and see what we can do there. Well, you, you you just work your way up that ladder, John. Whatever you have to do, but your, your window is uh, getting smaller and smaller. With yeah, that. I think that's right. I think that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning. We got a beautiful day in store. Well, not too bad this morning. We're going to have some uh, maybe rain move in later on today. But right now from the WHOTV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in the morning at the Mercy One Studios, we have 73 degrees under partly cloudy skies, the south wind at 11 miles per hour, the humidity up there at 93%. Today we will see increasing clouds later on this morning, showers and thunderstorms possible, mainly between 10 o'clock and 2 p.m. here in central Iowa. Today's high 83 degrees with northwest winds at, five, at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 63, and then tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry. This will be our pick day of the week. High of 84 degrees. I'm sure it'll be a perfect 10 on the weather scale tomorrow. Wednesday, increasing clouds back in the forecast. Chance of some spotty showers, high of 87 degrees. And the rest of the week, not looking too bad. A chance of isolated storms are in the forecast Thursday and Friday with highs in the mid-80s. Well, in the news on this Monday morning, Iowa unemployment claims are down for the third straight week. Iowa Workforce Development says the number of ongoing unemployment claims in Iowa dropped by just over 5,000 claims in the last week. They're down by nearly 30,000 claims in the last three weeks. Overall, 
Unemployment is uh, still at a historic high of 8% here for the state of Iowa. Ongoing claims have dropped by nearly 85,000 since peaking during the second week of May. First-time unemployment claims dropped around 200 last week to just uh, uh, under 6,800 claims. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and Major League Baseball scoreboard over the weekend. Some Midwest teams involved, well, it wasn't the Cubs and Cardinals. Their series was postponed over the weekend due to uh, members of the St. Louis Cardinal team uh, testing positive for the COVID-19 pandemic. And the Cubs will open up a two-game series tomorrow in Cleveland. That'll be just Tuesday and Wednesday before uh, back home against Milwaukee later this week. In other scores, uh, Kansas City defeated Minnesota 4-2. The Royals have now won four straight. Uh, Detroit defeated Pittsburgh 2-1. Milwaukee down Cincinnati 9-3. In the late game last night in Chicago, Cleveland defeated the White Sox 5-4 in 10 innings. And uh, yesterday, the 102nd PGA Golf Championships were held in San Francisco, California, and it was 23-year-old Colin Morikawa uh, winning the uh, season's first PGA Championship by two strokes over Paul Casey and Dustin Johnson. And we're just 18 days away from the start of high school football season. Uh, For the 44th consecutive year, we'll be broadcasting Dallin Catholic football here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, Join me along with Matt Mandring and John Chido for the Dallin Catholic uh, football broadcast all season long. Our first game is Friday, August 28th, Dowling at Indianola. And pregame scheduled for 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. And we'll be live from Indianola Football Stadium just uh, outside their middle school in Indianola for our first game on Friday, August 28th. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in the morning, currently we have partly cloudy skies, 73 degrees, a south wind at 11 miles per hour. And, and uh, this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on a Monday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olsen. And he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident-free is how we are starting off this morning. Pretty much business as usual. Uh, No uh, delays, major delays to pass along. Just keep an eye out for that uh, construction while you're out and about today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. When caught in difficult moments or trials... Turn your heart to God, who is near even when you do not search for him, Pope Francis saying in his Sunday Angelus address yesterday. Quote, having faith means in the midst of the storm, keeping your heart turned to God, to his love, to his tenderness as a father. Jesus wanted to teach this to Peter and his disciples, and also to us today, in moments of darkness, moments of storms. He spoke from his window overlooking St. Peter's Square, and now uh, people gathering back. The crowds aren't nearly as big as they uh, normally have been, um, but hopefully over time those continue to grow. He says, quote, even before we begin to seek him, he is present beside us, lifting us back up after our falls. He helps us grow in faith. Now, Jesus is there amidst the storm. He's there amidst the fall. He's there picking you back up. Perhaps we in the dark cry out, Lord, Lord, thinking that he is far away. 
And he says, quote, I am here. Ah, he was with me, Pope Francis continues. God knows well that our faith is poor and that our path can be troubled, blocked by adverse forces. But he is the risen one. Do not forget this. Do not forget this. The Lord who went through death to bring us to safety. God knows well, I want to say this again, that our faith is poor and that our path can be troubled, blocked by adverse forces. But he is the risen one. Do not forget this. The Lord who went through death to bring us to safety. He also likened the boat that they got back into, which I thought was really interesting, to the boat at the mercy of the storm. It's a boat of mercy. Jesus climbs back into our life, our boat, and makes it a merciful one and is merciful to us. So there you have it. Oh, no, there was a part at the end here that I... I highlighted, in those situations, he says, quote, in the midst of the storms, the church may be tempted to think that God has abandoned her, but in reality, it is precisely in those moments that the witness of faith, the testimony of love, and the testimony of hope shines most. See that opposite effect here. I, I, I thought that was just perfect. In the situations, amidst all the trials and the darkness and the difficulties and the struggles in our life and in the life of the church, you might think, well, is God, where is God? Has he abandoned us? But it is there that he is closest to us. Remember that as well. All right, when we come back, friends, I um, put up a a question the other day on my Facebook, and um, I I got over 130 replies. This is on my Facebook public page, and I I wanted to share some of those with you because I thought they were so neat of different devotions and prayers that people are leaning on right now. I learned some prayers uh, here that people are praying, and I was just really inspired to be able to see this. So I want to have a few of those for you coming up when we come back. Donna Bishop, superintendent of Catholic schools. This will be an interesting one here in the second half hour because I'm going to talk to her about reopening the schools, the plan that they have for Catholic schools this fall, and really how this plan came together, the process of it all, and distant learning, how that's going to play into effect. So we'll have uh, that conversation with Donna Bishop in the second half hour. Don't go anywhere. Monday, August 10th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. I saw a truck was it yesterday morning or the morning before that was driving down? And then about three seconds later, I saw another one going the opposite direction. I thought, again, they're pretty busy. Thank you for underwriting the show, goldenrulephc.com. Thank you for what you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That is goldenrulephc.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... 
Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools. And 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Hello, my friends. Father Wade Menezes here of EWTN's Open Line Tuesday, where topics of faith, family, and fellowship are discussed each week, along with my giving general pastoral advice and catechesis. I'm asking you to faithfully support your local Catholic radio station, help give the Catholic faith to others by promoting solid Catholic programming in your local area. I strongly encourage you to become a faithful steward to your local Catholic radio station. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. This is going to be a glorious Just to Thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Done with Mom and Dad's Roof. Now off to continuing. The residential re-roofs all throughout central Iowa. 30 years, 963-4494. Residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, throughout central Iowa for 30 years. Bell Construction, 963-4494. I put a uh, question on my public Facebook page the other day and uh, didn't think I was going to get this kind of response, but asking people what specific prayers or devotions that they are most leaning on right now. And I want to ask this to our listeners as well uh, to give a call or excuse me, a text in at 223-1150, 515-223-1150. What specific prayers or devotions are you or your family leaning on right now, most especially during these times? I can say uh, for our family, as I've talked about a little bit on the show, we've been praying the Liturgy of the Hours a lot more. Uh, Excuse me. We've been just praying it. Um, We never really prayed it before as a family. I could think of one other time we did, and that was with a group of people. Um, But teaching my kids night prayer, that's their favorite. I think it's their favorite because it's the shortest, but (sighs) it's still a work in progress in the Leonetti household. But nonetheless... Those prayers are beautiful, and they just, you know, have such a a, a rhythm to them, Um, peace. You know when you're praying the Psalms that you're praying the prayers that Jesus prayed, and it gives me great confidence, at least, uh, to be able to lean on God a little bit more, not with my own words. And um, then, of course, you know, we we kind of uh, add a little bit at the end, praying the St. Michael prayer and our litany of the saints, which is always a staple in our household and has been for a long time. But yeah, the, the liturgy of the hours has been something that we've taken up as a family. Um, more rosaries and divine mercy chaplets than, than we have um, prayed in the past, but uh, nonetheless, it's been very fruitful for us 
and really trying to continue to be intentional about that time because, you know, as things start to kind of open back up a little bit now, you, you get, find yourself a little bit busier than before. Of course, maybe not nearly as busy as you were in February or January, but uh, you might find yourself with some things that are happening. You think, well, you know, we were praying together as a family and that's kind of gone away or I did have that prayer time and that's kind of gone away. I'm here to invite you back. Get back on the horse. Uh, this person says, quote, I was diagnosed with stage four throat cancer almost two years ago, and I began a ritual of prayer through St. Peregrine, and uh, it sticks with me today. By the grace of God, I am cancer-free now. What prayers and devotions are you most leaning on right now? Text them in, 515-223-1150. Uh, Debbie says, for those in purgatory and who will die this day unaware or for those who do not know Jesus. That's a prayer we've prayed, uh, my wife and I, for those who are going to die today who did not know, or there was it was random that they uh, were going to die for the mercy on their hearts and souls. This person says, I pray a pandemic prayer to Mary and Joseph every day uh, through my rosary, asking them to intercede and to end the pandemic. Anna says, uh, new prayer, devotion she's really leaning on right now, the Stations of the Cross. Madeline, thanksgiving to Saint, uh, excuse me, to Jesus through Saint Anthony. A devotion Madeline has to uh, Saint Anthony. Cindy has a devotion to the Seven Sorrows Rosary in the Litany of Saint Joseph. That Litany of Saint Joseph, friends, wow. That is something. If you have not uh, prayed that prayer, just Google Litany of Saint Joseph. It's a beautiful prayer. In fact, I think that's going to be the family prayer one tonight. Thanks, uh, thanks, Cindy. Uh, Kathy, the chaplet and the rosary. Margaret, always the Lord's Prayer. Throughout the day, this alone balances me and keeps evil at bay. I say it through the hours. And they do seem long, she says. She prays the Our Father throughout the day. Norma prays uh, the rosary and the uh, St. Bridget 12-year prayer. Well, she's in the midst of the 12-year prayer. We talked about that one uh, last or a couple weeks ago. And uh, that, that one, it takes some dedication. So good for Norma. Uh, Barb says the rosary, litany of trust and litany of humility. Amy, the rosary and Jesus, Mary and Joseph, bless me now and at the hour of my death. Paul says he's leaning on the St. Michael, the archangel prayer right now. What prayers are you leaning on? I'm reading these from a, a question I posted the other day on my social media. You can text them into 515-223-1150. Every day, Pam says, I pray the rosary, divine mercy chaplet, the seven sorrows of Mary, and spend time reading the Magnificat in the morning. She says, I can't go to bed without praying these beautiful prayers. They give me so much peace as well as just talking to God about everything and asking for his guidance. I'd say Pam's got quite the prayer life there. I enjoy hearing that. Uh, Diana says the rosary and the blessed Trinity, uh, praying the prayer bestowed, er, praying for our family daily and those that are most in need of prayer. The surrender novena, uh, Kelly has said. The surrender novena, um, Oh, Kirk says he prays one word oftentimes throughout the day, and that is Jesus. This was something that I did the other day, um, and I, I, I just over and over again was repeating the holy name of, of our Lord. And I've done that oftentimes to get really into uh, a peaceful state 
amidst chaos in, in my prayer life. And of course, that is a prayer in itself. And sometimes that's enough. Ryan says, uh, with all the normalcy crumbled, he's been praying the rosary every day. Good for Ryan. Nicole says, for those who are lost and can't see the love that Jesus has for them, uh, she's been praying for those who have a relationship with Jesus, that they may have the courage to reach out to those who don't. And finally, for all to be right in the country and the world. I echo that one. Holly uh, has started and is leaning on going to Mass full-time every day. I like that. Patricia, the weapon of choice, is the rosary for her. Terry, the rosary in the St. Michael the Archangel prayer. Uh, This person said the Jesus prayer is what they're really leaning on right now. The Jesus prayer is a uh, short prayer that uh, has, I think it was established in the East, uh, the Eastern churches. And it's just Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. This person's praying that one day in, day out. Another one says, Our Lady of Sorrows Chaplet. That seems to be a common theme right now. Our Lady of Sorrows Chaplet. Might be something to look up. Immaculate Illabagiza. Um, she is the author of Left to Tell, uh, one of my favorite books, one of my probably top 10 favorite books of all time. She survived the Rwandan genocide um, and just in a miraculous way. Uh, but the se- uh, the uh, Our Lady of Sorrows chaplet and the Seven Sorrows rosary is something that uh, she has been advocating and pushing out there in a big way. Cassandra of prayers and devotions that she's leaning on right now says, uh, saying, Jesus, I trust in you periodically during the day and also praying the guardian angel prayer before bed. Now, Jesus, I trust in you. Something as simple. And again, you see here amidst all these different prayers that people are, are really leaning on and these devotions that people are leaning on right now, most of them are very simple. You know, they're not, they're not, uh, you know, a lot of rosaries and, uh, you know, seven sorrows. But you see many people just saying periodically throughout the day, Jesus, I trust in you. Or saying, you know, just like Kirk did, just the one word, the holy name of Jesus over and over again. Lynn says she's really leaning on the chapel to divine mercy, Joyce, uh, the St. Michael the Archangel prayer, and she's praying for the canonization of Blessed Solanus Casey. Uh, Anders says he's praying all throughout the day, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Melissa's praying in these times the 54-day novena uh, for the country. Mary prays her rosary two times a day. Daily Mass, she streams on Facebook. Uh, Cindy says, daily readings and meditations in the Magnificat. If you don't have a subscription to the Magnificat, by the way, friends, get that subscription. It is so uh, cheap. It is not expensive at all. We get one, and we get one for our kids as well, and they, they take it to Mass with them. So they're able to kind of follow along on some of the different readings. There's different prayers and devotions in there. Uh, Joan, the Holy Rosary, St. Michael, the Archangel, Divine Mercy Chaplet, Janice, daily virtual mass, making her spiritual communion, uh, daily prayer and reading, Boy, just tons of different prayers that people are praying right now. And again, I, another popular one is that Jesus prayer that I just said before. So what prayers or devotions are you leaning on right now, friends? 515-223-1150. Those coming into me and my social media page, and just really 
Really enjoyed it. Gave me a lot of hope. Very inspiring. Let's go to Megan Selwell, Channel 13 Meteorologist. Hi, Megan. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Yes, let's get to it. We got a nice week in store. You know, a little bit of here and there, you know, this and that this week. So, yes, there will be good but we'll also possibly have some stormy weather to deal with as well. Temperatures, not all that bad. They're going to drop back a bit. It won't be quite as hot. Today, we'll have a high of 83 degrees. But we're also going to see increasing clouds and an increasing chance of some thunderstorms. And that chance of rain and thunderstorms will linger through the afternoon and into the evening. Winds will be out of the south-southwest about 5 to 10 miles per hour. And that chance of storms does include does continue into the evening hours with mostly cloudy skies. There will be an overnight low of 62. Tuesday looks nicer, mostly sunny, a high of 84, winds light. And we'll see lows dropping back again in the overnight hours into the mid-60s early Wednesday. Wednesday, again, partly sunny, but a chance of some showers and thunderstorms. So there's that chance of rain again, which we do need desperately here in central Iowa. We'll have a high of 87 degrees on Wednesday. Thursday, partly sunny. There's a slight chance of seeing some showers and thunderstorms with a high of 86, so a little warmer. And then Friday, mostly sunny with a high of 87. Over the weekend, we will have a mostly sunny sky. There's still a lingering chance of a few showers and thunderstorms on Saturday with a high of 87 Sunday does look drier with mostly sunny skies and a little lower temperature, 83 degrees, the high on Sunday. So there are some very spotty hit or miss shower and thunderstorm chances. Right now into this afternoon and evening looks like one of our better chances of some rain. There's actually a complex of some storms right now up in the uh, southeastern corner of South Dakota and up into Nebraska. And that is moving in an easterly direction. So we could see some of those storms moving into central Iowa here a little later on today. Well, you're really paying attention, aren't you? Yeah, I was just looking at the radar. Look at and that. Well, it sounds we'll good to, to It looks like it may move in here. I'm also looking at it because we have our Little League championship game tonight. Uh-oh. There you are. Yeah. That, that, that's of, when it helps to have a meteorologist on, on the uh, I, mom on the team. Questioning if it's actually going to happen. <laughs> uh, see, I wouldn't. I wouldn't check the app. I would just call one of the yeah, one of the moms, me. the meteorologist. There you go, Megan Selwa. Thanks for coming on, Megan. Have a great week. Okay. Have a great week as well. All Bye. Right. That's TV meteorologist, TV thirteen meteorologist Megan Selwa on every Monday with us, and we just appreciate her service to this station and what she does in her faith. Uh, Donna Bishop coming up at seven forty-five today. Superintendent of Catholic Schools. This, you might find this really interesting because we're going to talk all about the reopening plan for the schools, how that plan was formulated, who really made those decisions uh, throughout this process. And we're going to talk about uh, how might distant learning be a little different this fall than it was the spring as well. So Donna Bishop coming up in the second half hour, Superintendent of Catholic Schools. Also some ways to be able to honor your deceased loved one, some simple ways to be able to do so. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Monday. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to pages stick together sometime. Uh, Blessman International for underwriting the show. Doc, Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. They've been a part of Iowa Catholic Radio, teaming us now for over a year, and we can't thank them enough for it. And I like highlighting the work that they do. Why? Because the work that they do saves lives. You know, the work that we do, we oftentimes say, Jesus is saving souls through Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, they're also getting their lives and really helping in the most basic and ordinary of ways. Ways that you and I might take for granted, just like like a simple meal, a toilet, 
Things that, again, you and I might not even think twice about. We go home, the pantry's open, we got a lot of food there, things to choose from, go to the grocery store, pick really virtually anything that we want. Not so with their friends in Limpopo, South Africa. But Blessman International is there, and they're there to help, and they've been there since 2001. BlessmanInternational.org. Thanks again for underwriting the show. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. The Gospel of the Lord On the Feast of St. Lawrence, who was a deacon martyred in the 3rd century, this passage helps us understand that without hope, we would be right to believe that death is the end. Jesus proves that death can be the means by which we pass from this life to another, specifically to eternal life for those who have faith. Additionally, the faith he gives us is manifested by giving up our lives in service to him and others, and it will help us pass from this life into the eternal life that he has prepared. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Oh God, you might deliver I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, EWTN reporting uh, that in Monterey, Mexico, they have unearthed a missing sculpture of Our Lady of Guadalupe uh, doing this uh, late Thursday, early Friday. Uh, The 10-ton sculpture went missing 10 years ago after Hurricane Alex and was found on the banks of the Santa Catarina River after Hurricane Hannah. Uh, The image initially sat where St. John Paul II celebrated Mass during his 1990 Monterey visit, and he blessed that very sculpture. Again, 10 tons. And after Hurricane Hannah, it went completely missing underneath so much rubble, and they were not able to find it. The mayor there of the town uh, posted a video of unearthing uh, on, on his Twitter account and said that, quote, rescue of the Virgin of Guadalupe represents the message of hope. For their community, the rescue of the figure of the Virgin of Guadalupe in the bed of the Santa Catarina River was an impeccable job carried out by the colleagues of public services of Monterey, uh, whom I thank for their great efforts since they worked day and night. Wow. 
Imagine missing a 10-ton sculpture and finding that. Praise God. Deacon Tony Valdez, that's all for our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. And Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo. Now, news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Hello, John. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. We got you. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh, appreciate what Jimmy and Tony do behind the scenes to get things uh, rolling. Get things working. I've been in that position before. Absolutely. Ten ton ten ton sculpture found. Is that yeah. part of the uh, part of the moving of uh, moving your sister this past weekend? <laughs> does your back kind of feel like you've moved a few ten? Yeah, ton, it ten does. Ton a little tight. A little tight. Lower back here. Got some Advil yeah, with lower me. Lower back. Lower back. Now. I just saw this today, and I, I know you'll get a kick out of this. Yeah. Today, as every day has got a, a national something. Right. Today, John, just for your convenience, National Lazy Day. Oh, uh, on the on the biggest day of moving for them that I that I have for the weekend. Today gets to be National Lazy Day. That is correct. Okay, what, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. How am I not sleeping <laughs> right Start now? Start our cars. <laughs> My goodness, I would have known that. Yeah, so just uh, just take the day off, John. National uh, I know Lazy Day. The, yeah, the first half hour of our listeners probably thought you did take the day uh-huh. off, uh, maybe so, but uh, <laughs> you take the day off, my friend. Oh, my goodness. All right, I'll remember that, <laughs> National Lazy Day. There you go. So I uh, hope your back feels better by tomorrow. I'll try to celebrate um, tomorrow. There you go. Now, today's weather scale is only a 5 given by Jerry Uh-oh. Ann, so we, are, we will double that tomorrow. It'll be a 10, I, I guarantee it. Uh, because that'll be the only day we don't have a chance of rain. Yeah, I'm going to need my raincoat this afternoon, huh? Yeah, they're saying between 10 and noon, or 10 and uh, 2 o'clock here, and then maybe uh, during drive time we can see some spotty showers. So there is that chance for all of us that need it, and your backyard is certainly one of them, I know. Uh-huh, there's no doubt. But, yes, I, I, I'll tell you, I was looking out yesterday to the the block, and there's a lot of a lot of brown spots. We do need that rain. Yeah, yeah, we do. And uh, so the gardens, so the crops, so... We want to keep that going. So keep praying, my friend. Keep praying. Here we go. All right. Right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. Partly cloudy skies, 73 degrees, a south wind at 11 miles per hour. The humidity up there at 93% this morning. Today we will see increasing clouds. Showers and thunderstorms are possible, mainly between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. this afternoon, and then maybe later on tonight they'll refire up around uh, drive time. Today's high, 83 degrees here in central Iowa with northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 6. 63 degrees, and tomorrow partly cloudy, dry, a high of 84 degrees. Wednesday, we'll see increasing clouds, a spotty shower possible, high of 87 degrees. And Thursday and Friday, not looking too bad. Highs in the mid-80s, but we do have a chance of isolated storms both days. Well, in the news, on this Monday morning, uh, Iowa unemployment claims are down for the third straight week. Iowa, un- Iowa Workforce Development says the number of ongoing unemployment claims in Iowa dropped by just over 5,000 uh, claims in the last week and are down by nearly 30,000 claims in the last three weeks. Now, overall, unemployment here in the state of Iowa is still at a historic high of 8%. 
Uh, ongoing claims have dropped by nearly 85,000 since peaking during the second week of May. First-time unemployment claims dropped around 200 last week to 6,700 claims. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and the Major League Baseball scoreboard over the weekend. Some of the Midwest teams involved, Cubs and Cardinals, were postponed all weekend. The Cardinals testing positive for the COVID-19 virus, and the Cubs will open up a two-game series at Cleveland beginning tomorrow. Uh, Kansas City defeated the Minnesota Twins four to two the Royals now have won four in a row and the uh, Milwaukee Brewers defeated Cincinnati nine to three Detroit down Pittsburgh two to one and the late game last night in Chicago Cleveland defeated the Chicago White Sox five to four in 10 innings the 102nd PGA golf championships were held yesterday over the weekend rather in San Francisco California and 23 year old Colin Morikawa uh, won the uh, season's first PGA golf championship by two strokes over Paul Casey and Dustin Johnson who both tied for uh, second place uh, Colin uh, Morikawa is just 23 years old and playing on only his second PGA event. Uh, we are just 18 days away from the start of the high school football season, and for the 44th consecutive year, we'll have uh, be broadcasting Dowling Catholic football right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me, Matt Mandring, and John Chido for the call this coming year. Uh, hopefully, we'll get the season taken, uh, get get the season in. Our first game is scheduled for Friday, August 28th. The Maroons are the seven-time defending 4A champs. They'll be traveling to Indianola on the opening night. Pre-game 6:30 kickoff 7 o'clock from Indianola High School or from Indianola Football Stadium Uh, again Friday August 28th Dowling and Indianola our first high school football game of the season once again from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines currently we have partly cloudy skies 73 degrees a south wind at 11 miles per hour today we'll see increasing clouds showers and thunderstorms possible mainly midday a high of 83 degrees with uh, northwest winds at 80 at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still a sitting accident free as we continue with that to drive this morning. Again, no major delays to pass along. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint taught a valuable lesson that the riches of this life are not as important as the riches of the next. St. Lawrence, we celebrate today, was a deacon in Rome in the 3rd century. Sensing the rise of a new persecution of Christians, Lawrence prepared by selling off everything he had. This included his sacred vestments, which he sold to a brother priest. He gave the money, then, he earned to the poor. Learning of this act, the prefect of Rome called Lawrence in for an audience. He believed the church had great riches and wanted them for himself. The prefect thought he had Lawrence trapped because he cited Jesus' own words, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, to demand that Lawrence bring before him the treasures of the church. Lawrence agreed. He agreed to bring the prefect the church's treasure. 
Lawrence then spent three days rounding up all the blind, lamed, maimed, leprous, orphaned, and widowed, all of them he could find, and then presented them to the prefect on that third day, declaring that these were indeed the treasure of the church. The prefect was so enraged that he had a great gridiron prepared and had Lawrence's body placed on it. After the martyr had suffered for a long time, tradition says that Lawrence called out in a calm voice, I'm well done on this side, turn me over. The church shows its sense of humor by naming St. Lawrence the patron saint of cooks. We ask, St. Lawrence... (laughs) Pray for us. I I just always get a kick out of that. The patron saint of cooks. I, I just love being Catholic. Weber's coming out with a grill <laughs> specialist. Called the Lawrence grills. <laughs> I just love being Catholic. Uh, let's go to Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up. What's up, Joe? Another guy who loves being Catholic. That's Good it, morning, John. That's it. That's where we're at right now. You sound <laughs> like you're out and about. I'm out and about. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving my house from the car. It's very exciting, John. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> what do we got coming up on your show? Uh, you bet. It is the third and final installment of the uh, discussion on the book by Cardinal Sarah. The day is now far spent with my good friend, Father Nicholas Akindili. Uh, I John, I don't know if we made it even a quarter of the way through the book in the first two chapter or the first two episodes. So we're really covering a lot of ground today. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, it, this book could take you could do an entire show just in this book for ten, twenty episodes. Uh, my 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 call to the listeners really is. This, this, these three episodes will give you a taste of what's in this book and where Cardinal Sarah thinks that the vision of the Church can be. Uh, but really, you need to go out and get it. Go to the Divine Treasures, get it, and, and just chew through it. You know, I prayed with it every morning. I would do my, kind of my morning prayer routine, and then I would, I would just pray uh, through this book. And it takes a long time, yeah. like all of his books. But my gosh, he has... You want a, a guy who loves being Catholic... This book makes you want to be Catholic in a bad way. Yeah, as you said, three episodes, uh, it doesn't do it near enough of what uh, what this book is, the gift that it is to the Church. You can go to Divine Treasures. I know they have them there. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you buy them all, then they'll just make sure to order a bunch more. <laughs> in. So make that happen. Joe Stoppi, let's talk to you soon, brother. See you, John. All right, Donna Bishop coming up right after this, Superintendent of Catholic Schools here uh, for the Diocese. We're going to talk about the reopening plan for the fall and how this plan all came together, distant learning, and how that might be different this fall than it was in the spring. So might learn a lot about what's going to be happening with our Catholic schools right after this. Donna Bishop, don't go anywhere. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. When planting a landscape, passionate about providing natural solutions, they are. Creating a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy many, many years to come. Passion for a beautiful-looking landscape is what drives them. Honesty and integrity comes first. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thanks again for underwriting the show. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, August 10th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Are you looking for a way to help your college kids stay in touch with their local Catholic community? Consider sending them their contact information to Campus Ministry at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Des Moines. The parish will share that information with the Catholic Student Organization and or Newman Center at the school where your child goes. Send their name, school, email address, and or phone number to campusministry at stcatherinedrake.org. Again, that's emailing campusministry at stcatherinedrake.org or call St. Catherine and ask for the campus minister. 
The Center for Social Ministry is currently offering the new Just Faith Ministry series on faith and race. There are three separate programs, Faith and Racial Equity, Exploring Power and Privilege, Faith and Racial Healing, Embracing Truth, Justice, and Restoration, and Faith and Racial Justice, Changing Systems and Structures. All sessions are eight weeks and include a retreat and an immersion experience. Learn more by visiting their website or call 782-3054. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. few ways to honor your deceased loved one if you think, well, you know, I haven't prayed for them in a long time or I want to do something for them. Church Pop gives us a a nice infographic on it. Number one, of course, we pray for their souls and the repose of their souls. One of the things my family does that's really helped is we just pray, uh, may all the souls of the faithfully departed through the mercy of God rest in peace every time uh, we pray before our meals. So we do our little meal prayer, and then right after that, we pray that. And it's just a staple for us in Leonetti household. Uh, no really rhyme or reason, just because it's kind of gotten, uh, we've gotten used to it, but uh, it keeps us really on track. So we're always praying for uh, those who have died. You can bring flowers to their grave, might be on the anniversary of their death or their birthday. And if you think, well, I've been meaning to do that for a while, here's your invitation. Go do it. Uh, You can do something in their name, finish a project that you started, make a donation in their name as well. And, of course, remembering the good times. Carry a photo with them. Uh, There's a couple people that uh, have died that are very close to me, and uh, I have not taken them out of my phone. That's kind of one of the ways that I remember them. So oftentimes when I'm scrolling through, I'll see them. Uh, Grandma's one of them, and uh, I will remember them with a little prayer then. So a good little reminder. Let's go to the superintendent of Catholic schools here on the show, Donna Bishop, back on. Hi, Donna. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing just fine. We're talking about reopening the schools this fall. Uh, Tell us about it. How are we going to be reopened? Well, uh, with the grace of God um, and his assistance throughout all of this, we are excited to be able to get the students back in our buildings for that full faith-based educational experience. But we all know how fluid 
COVID-19 has been. It changes. Um, we're learning hourly these days. So, um, again, we continue to pray that we have that opportunity for those students to be with us. Now, who uh, created this plan and how long did it take? Oh, well, we are so proud of our administrators and teachers. They have been working nonstop since COVID was brought to our attention in March. Just so happened it was brought to our attention during spring break, so they took their spring break to put the action plan in place. And we were able to return from spring break with everyone going with um, distance learning. And we've continued to critique it and continued to visit with our parents and our students to ensure that they're experiencing uh, activities and learning opportunities that are advancing them. We've put together um, building leadership teams, and we've been meeting with administrators since the day school got out um, all summer long. And we're continuing to meet on a weekly basis. So the building leadership teams really consisted of administrators, teachers, parents, board members. We really wanted to get um, input from all as to how we can get those students back into um, our buildings. And it was wonderful to have the opportunity to work with a medical team, representatives from um, Unity Point, Mercy One, pediatric group to be able to assist us in really thinking outside the box, taking all that information that's been coming to us, and it's it's on all ends of the spectrum, you know, as to what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Um, And so it's it's been an experience that's been pretty pretty amazing because of the fact that it's it's built a lot of relationships. Um, We've had the opportunity to build a stronger relationship, I feel, with our parents. Um, And it's only continuing to grow with that opportunity for them to truly be a a partner in their learning with with what the opportunity for their students to be able to be doing at home. They've seen a whole new side of education um, by assisting with that learning opportunities, those teaching opportunities of their children, um, and partnering with those with the administrators as well as those teachers. Mm-hmm. And is there going to be opportunities for distant learning, or how's that going to look? Yes, we're going to do what best meets the needs on the comfort levels of the family. So the parents had an opportunity to register um, for on-site or for the 100% um, time of distance learning at home. And we gave them that opportunity by trimester. So they re- they're registering by the first trimester um, of which of those two options they would like. Mm-hmm. Is there a percentage of people that have, uh, that have done that so far? Well, yeah, it's very, it? yeah, it's varied by school. Um, you know, some are taking more advantage of it. At the beginning, you know, there was a lot higher percentage. Um, right now, the percentage is caught down, but... You know, we have two more weeks before school starts in some of our buildings, and so we may see that percent going back up. So it's very fluid um, as it's continued to be all along. So we're we're just we're moving, and we planned to be able to meet the needs of all of our families. And we the goal is that everyone feels comfortable. We have had the safety of our not only our students but our 
our faculty and staff at the forefront of all of our thinking and planning throughout. So whatever makes them feel comfortable is what we're going to be going with. I know you've been working really hard on this, Donna, and all the teams and the people that have come forward and uh, been working since March on on really just kind of seeing where we're going to go and and how we're going to make this work in the safest and best way possible. Donna Bishop, Superintendent of Catholic Schools. Thanks for coming on, Donna. Absolutely. Thank you, John, for the invitation. Absolutely. All right, everyone that puts this show in the books. We'll be back on tomorrow live inside the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, Protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land, where many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.